0: So hi everyone, it's Tuesday morning and it's Maria Harris with
1: Chloe Reid from The Socialists.
0: Thank you so much, Chloe. Having a socialist to give us an update once a week is just going to be such an inspiring way to start your day. Thanks yep. for having me. So Chloe, for the people who don't know about The Socialists... What's your mission? I've watched, I've seen. So really, what's the mission behind The Socialists?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So to pay respect to the people who came first, Socialists used to exist some years ago. I believe it started on Twitter. And there were a bunch of people, Gillian, who's our founder, who's crafting a rainbow, or Gillian crafts on, on Instagram. She was part of that original group. They used to Get together, I think, on Twitter on like Friday nights and have like sewing challenges. I'm not sure if you were aware of them then. I've I've never used Twitter for sewing things, so Mm. for me that's kind of a a whole world ago. And so the idea came from sewing and socialising and they put them together and became socialists. When Gillian decided to bring back the socialists a couple of years ago, she was very focused on a core mission. And you can find this on our website as well. But for her, it's really about promoting that sewing is for everybody. Yes. Sewing is for everyone. And there's the kind of everybody in that as well as everybody. Hmm. Um, and so we're really keen to make sure that we hear the voices of the people who sew in our community rather than, necessarily you hearing from me about what I like to sew, which is largely quite boring um, <laughs> So we have a great series called Who We Are that kind of embodies yes. the, the mission of socialists which is about saying what is it like to sew if you are deaf and you're trying to or hard of hearing and you're trying to watch videos that aren't mm. captioned. what is it like to sew if you have a physical disability and you need to make adjustments or what is it like to sew if you're someone who's on a really tight budget or if you're someone who has kids that they want to sew for or sew with or Mm. if you're a busy person who has a whole range of stuff going on and you're trying to fit sewing in as a way of kind of relaxing what is it like to sew for mental health so all of those topics in the who we are series are about saying we're not homogenous we're not a group of sewers or home sewers which is even a a worse term we are you know everything from people who've done this as a job professionally to people who are just dipping their toe in the water and feel like they don't know anything and we want to make sure everybody's welcome and everybody's heard
0: that's the whole series really does open your eyes to sewing beyond yourself
1: Mm. yeah
0: it's really helpful and it's really helpful to put all the different discussions that happen on instagram about sewing into perspective
1: yeah for sure and obviously we strained the territory of some things that can be divisive we hope to talk about those things in a way that isn't divisive so we have the underrepresentation of people of color in sewing patterns and sewing magazines for example you have the kind of whole size inclusivity debates that's been raging across recently and one of the things that really challenges us at socialists is the degree to which the internet forces people into defiant and oppositional positions on things and the way that we can make a place where everybody can talk about these issues and hopefully be more inclusive and consider the range of perspectives and bodies and the way that people identify themselves that are out there and become more inclusive generally as a sewing community so we're not saying that we want to give a voice to every position necessarily in that yes. uh, from some really obvious ones that you may not want to But we are saying we want a way to move. I think Gillian calls it radical positivity. Yes, she does. Rather than kind of angrily being angry with a patent company because they don't go to my size, one of the things Gillian always encouraged me to do was to say, "Hey, I'm dropping you an email because I love the stuff you're doing, and I can't currently buy your patents because they don't fit me. And there are others like me, and we'd love for you—you know—I would love for you to make it in my size." And so that's kind of the approach we do.
0: Yeah, doing it in a positive way rather than any other way. Where we so, can. Yeah, where you can. No, that's really good. Yeah, and it's reflect in the work that I've seen socialists do, both on the website and on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, Great. How long have you been working with Jillian?
1: So it was after the reboot. It's a couple of years, basically. Maybe Okay. About. So she did the reboot and I kind of volunteered for the blog thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then in the tried and true theme month, I kind of said, "Oh, I'm going to do a stats post if you want one," and she was like, "Yes." And then it became kind of her, me and Becky uh, ending up doing it for a while, and we've expanded to have guest editors and stuff, so it's cool.
0: I know that there's a mini challenge at the moment. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. So what we try to do is run usually four theme months a year, and I'll probably talk a bit about that in a minute. Yep. Uh, and then in between times, because uh, that's one every three months or so. Hmm. Uh, up the idea sometime last year of having a mini challenge they usually run from Wednesday to Sunday uh, and they're meant to be about going yeah I'm gonna sew something next weekend and yeah and, you know picking inspiration from the challenge so our first one I think uh, we had power words and we had a kind of quite cool very magic mm-hmm. eight books that let you pick your word we've had a couple since then one based on texture I think from memory and this one is sew your birth year so yeah one of our previous temporary editors we have people who come and be editors with us for six months stints uh, Jacinta she came up with that idea um, and it's a hilarious amount of fun to look at the fashion from the year you were born Uh, so we've just extended that mini challenge to be another essentially another week so it now runs Mm. till the following Sunday I think for us This time, we almost didn't want to run one because of all the stuff that's happening all around the world, obviously, with COVID-19. And then we said, actually, it's kind of a great time to run one. It's a great time Mm. to connect with each other. A lot of us are inside going, oh, well, okay, well, I better so then. Um, (laughs) it's, It's just kind of a nice, gentle harmless, I guess, thing for people to do. Um, The other thing that we've got going on, because we're in between theme months at the moment, is a range of posts that actually are about those kind of other things that are going on in our world. So we've had a post from Amelia, who's another one of our uh, temporary editors. She's Amelia Tonunu on Instagram. I think there are underscores between her handle. Okay. Uh, And she did one on masks and making masks and, you know, there's a lot of controversy. Ah. Should you be wearing a mask? And if you make a mask, is it going to do anything? And, you know, all that stuff. So she tried to answer some of those questions, but also give people a bit of guidance on if you're going to make one, here's some good resources. A few posts we've got coming up are about kind of, uh, Gillian's actually an English as a second language teacher in Canada. Yes. So she's going to give uh, readers a few tips on what you might want to do when you're homeschooling and a few tips on platforms like Zoom where you might um, engage with people remotely in a way that you haven't before and then after that we're moving into considering whether we're going to have a theme month our next one should be in May yes Um, so we're tossing around some ideas for that the theme month is usually quite quite an effort you know there's a lot of preparation that would be happening in April and we're not sure we're kind of just weighing up whether people would be into that this time or whether we might do something a bit different for May so mm-hmm. we can tune on that yeah because
0: May is one of those months that I know from my perspective it's always been around me made May
1: that's right yes and in fact last May the theme month was a I mean made May theme month we just <laughs> kind of hooked onto that uh, and joined in with that fun and so possibly we might do something that revisits some of the theme months and the work that we've done before. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think the year before that, maybe, that we had a tried and true theme month. So people telling us, sewing the patterns that they sew again and again and again. Yes. And it was really interesting to analyse the data in that theme month and to see how many people, how many of us sew dresses. There are so mm. sewing dresses and nothing else almost. How many people will sew patterns the same patterns. So they were the kind of classic, you know, your Ogden Cammy, mm. the True Bias Hudson pants. They were the ones that were kind of coming up all the time. Uh, and so it'd be kind of cool to revisit that, I think, and see of the patterns that have come out since we did that theme month, for example, what are the ones that people have instantly found have become tried and true patterns for them, mm. uh, who are still going strong with the ones that we, that we discovered in that theme month too. Okay. I think we'll do something like that.
0: So, um, Correct me if I'm wrong, are you the one who does all the analytical pieces for yeah. the social?
1: Because you sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my background uh, is mostly in education, but uh, in IT. So I've worked in IT in education for a long time and have recently switched to be more just kind of on the education side. Hmm. Uh, and so, you know, get me excited by a spreadsheet and <laughs> graphs of who's sewing what, uh, and that always happens. That also feeds into my role in the socialists because I was also kind of a project and program manager for a long time at work. And so I'm actually the scheduler. So I'm the person who says which are the posts that we're going to have on which days and therefore when do they need to be ready? That naturally leads into a role that is about kind of soliciting ideas from the group and trying to plot out what the next year looks like or the next few months. So that's what I do.
0: That's a lot. That is interesting. That is so interesting. The behind the scenes of the socialists, It always, it seems to me like it's like run like clockwork. So I think I'm actually talking to that person behind all that. Would that be right?
1: You know, it's going to sound corny, but it is genuinely a team effort. So uh, there are points where, because I also work full time and I have two kids who are 10 and 12, there are times where I go, do you know what, I'm just not i just can't this week mm. and so we have a really great community we interact a lot on slack which is a platform where you can kind of message people in sort of topic areas yes uh, and so often you'll find someone saying i put my hand up to write that post and i just seriously can't and somebody else goes "It's fine i can do it so we have a whole structure around that that i can probably talk a bit more about next time if you like yeah seems
0: Great. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. And thanks for Chloe for giving up your time today. And have a wonderful Tuesday, everyone. Have a great Tuesday, Chloe.
1: You too. Thanks.